0: These dreams go on when they close my eyes <laughs> I hear the secrets that you keep Wake we'll up walking in your sleep <laughs> You couldn't see it The dreamers banished to obscurity
1: I'm trying to change all that and I hope you are too By dreaming every day Dreaming with our hands and
0: dreaming with our
2: minds. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy and.
1: And I'm Mitchell, the Dream Weaver. Dream Weaver. I don't right, I just think we That's need nicknames. Like I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Wait, like radio?
1: Right, yeah.
2: Oh, what would I be though? Hmm. Like, it'd have to be a morning zoo show, and I'd have to come up with something fabulous.
1: Yeah, you, you could be, uh, I don't know, like, there's that radio team, uh, Free Beer and Hot Wings. I think they pretty much nailed one of the best Wait, ones, Wait, Free
2: Beer and Hot Wings? What is Man, this?
1: I know, it's so silly as, like, actual, real nicknames, and they do call each other Free beer and hot wings, which I think is pretty silly, but
2: also delicious.
1: But you know, it's a good way to get people to listen to your song or oh. to, to your radio show. Free free beer and hot wings. I
2: know that there's a local DJ called Nugget, right? Nugget on the pop station.
1: Yeah, probably. And that I, makes sense. I don't
2: know. There's Drake and somebody. Yeah, but I think, yeah. Is Drake dead? Or is no, Drake's
1: Drake's alive for sure. The other He's one's still dead. at it. Your guess is good as mine. <laughs> I
2: can't remember his name. <laughs> I know Drake's still alive then. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, there
1: you go. You knew a little bit. I knew just a About snitch. Memphis that's radio. How,
2: that's how I roll is know just a little bit. So we didn't have to do a show on squirrels.
0: Uh-huh.
2: You're like, hey, have you guys done a show on sleep? And I was like, well, we have done one on sleep. And then you're like, but weird sleep.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is definitely a topic that from the moment you asked me to be on the podcast a long time ago, <laughs> I, I knew that this one would be a, a kind of a complicated one to to narrow down without using a big word. But uh, parasomnia, so just abnormal sleep behaviors and sleep disorders and things like that. Parasomnia. Yeah, you're just like word. the
2: stuff that's around regular somnia. Yeah. Parasomnia.
1: I've just always kind of felt uh, a weird... Uh, attachment and uh, that sort of thing to those sorts of metaphors, and it, it was never really conscious, and then a few years ago when I started writing some of my own songs and I noticed that sort of imagery coming up, I realized how many songs I really loved that had uh things about talking in your sleep or grinding mm. your teeth or oh or things God. like that, you know <laughs>
2: that made me like set my teeth on edge, just thinking about grinding teeth,
1: yeah, it's just really interesting to me, you know, like you're really vulnerable when you sleep both physically and mentally, and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> dream- dreamland is this crazy place where all kinds of wild things happen, and we have all these uh weird weaknesses, and you know you can't run very fast and it's, yeah, it's, it's so really like strange. you're
2: you're like even if you can run fast and like real world um Mm -hmm. the moment someone's chasing you in a dream you're like i can't move
1: it's a a lot of a lot of the time if you can get used to uh figuring out while you're in the dream that you're dreaming that's how they say you go lucid dreaming and you can actually start to control the dream and so there's a uh, whole
2: movie about that yeah
1: i've only been able to achieve that once or twice and not for very long But it was both times where I realized that, like, I was trying to run, and I couldn't run very fast. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like trying to run in a dream. Oh, wait.
2: Hold on.
1: And then, uh, you know, then I was actually able to speed up my running in the dream, but then uh, I woke up shortly thereafter.
2: Oh, so you were, like, in that, like, special part of dreaming where it's, like, right before you wake up. Yeah,
1: and I was able to catch a little bit of that lucidity. Very very interesting lucid dreams.
2: It's, It's super interesting. I've always liked those You said that you had a lot of songs that you loved with the imagery and that you've written with the imagery. What did you bring?
1: Okay, so my my choice for today's episode is My Bloody Valentine's When You Wake, You're Still in a Dream. My Bloody Valentine is a super seminal band from uh, late 80s early 90s pretty Wait, much the pioneers old? of Oh yeah for sure I had no idea Mhm uh, they were pretty much the one of the first names in shoegaze music uh, them and Slowdive and Ride and a couple of those other bands uh, really seminal shoegaze bands
2: I know that they came out with an album relatively recently that was like everybody was like so stoked about it. I thought yeah. they like came out in like maybe the early 2000s.
1: Oh, yeah. They're a very, very old band. Uh, they disbanded for a long time and then they put out um, a record. I guess it was like 2014 or maybe That's 2015 the one I must be or something thinking like about that. It, yeah. So this song. Um, is off their album, Isn't Anything, which was right before they got this huge break. Uh, I think Loveless, which is their big album that everybody fell in love with, came out in maybe 1991. I may be wrong. Wow. But this is the album right before it, and I believe it came out in 88 or 89. I'm sure someone will correct me on that. If not, I'll probably do it myself. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Um, Yeah, just this imagery that whenever you wake up, you're still in a dream. Um, you know, a lot of my bloody Valentine's music is really slow and dreamy and hazy, but this one's actually way more upbeat and it does have a more chaotic feel than some of their other yeah, stuff. Yeah,
2: there's a lot more noise, I guess. Yeah, than they've I always assumed. had like
1: some some noisy parts and the guitars are always like really weird and hazy because he plays with a tremolo bar and is just constantly He's pulling the strings in and out of around. tune. Yeah, pulling the strings in and out of tune and it makes it kind of dreamy and hazy. Huh. Um, so, yeah, the feel of the music and then the name of the song, you know, just kind of gives you this really interesting uh, idea of of walking while you're while you're sleeping or, you know, whenever you actually are awake, still being in this dreamlike state. And whereas a lot of songs invoke that dreamlike state to talk about love or a positive feeling, this one seems a bit more foreboding and, and that kind of thing, you know, <laughs> it a little is more confused of, sounding. Yeah,
2: it's kind of like very hazy and stuff. And I, I guess... I didn't know any. I don't know anything about My Bloody Valentine Mm -hmm. because I didn't think they were a rock band. And I was like, is this a rock band? I I, I don't know. Like, are they a punk band? I know that I have been My Bloody Valentine adjacent for a lot of stuff. And I just have never, like, put an album on and listened to it. And I really should because I have Apple Music. I really should just push that. You're doing
1: better than a lot of people. A lot of people, whenever I bring up My Bloody Valentine, are like, They think that I'm talking about this really terrible metalcore, mallcore, Hot Topic band uh, called Bullet for My Valentine.
2: Oh, oh, I've I've seen the t-shirts. Yeah, me too.
1: And I've listened to a little bit of their music uh, whenever I worked at Hot Topic a long, long time ago. Oh,
2: I remember you worked with Adrian. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So Yeah, so I think that maybe I should definitely dive into My Bloody Valentine's. Just go so listen could, to like, Loveless. Just go um, listen to Loveless. Yeah, it's
1: a beautiful, beautiful record. Really weird and dreamy and hazy. And it may take you a time or two to, to kind of get in the right headspace for it. But once it catches, uh, it will hook into your brain and not leave. It's a beautiful record.
2: You know, there's this lo-fi quality of this that I, I guess I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like a house show, but with like clear sound system. Right, yeah. And I just... um. This one really did make me think of Waking Life when you were talking about Lucy yeah. Dreaming. And I was Oh yeah, what like, a great
1: movie that is too. Know, it was so good. Except for the weird short diversion with Alex Jones. I don't know when the last time you watched Waking Life Wait, is. Alex
2: Jones is in that? Yeah. Oh my God, he is in yeah, that. Yeah,
1: he's got the ice cream truck and he's oh yelling through the megaphone God, of the ice cream truck.
2: that was Alex Jones. He's so no. mad and
1: Alex Jonesy. It, oh. It's a very stark contrast to the rest of the movie, but you okay. know. Okay.
2: Uh, how did I forget that part? But I yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's that's very like weird
2: <laughs> I am not so Familiar with a lot of bands And stuff, but I brought um, I went searching for mm. You know, this kind of like odd Dreamy song, and I found Moonbeam Monkey by Tanya Donnelly I'm an angel dark, darker than
0: old. Come to st-
2: This is either lucid dreaming or sleepwalking. In my opinion, I feel like there is a trained monkey and there's a sleepwalker and the trained monkey is going to corral the sleepwalker back because he's so strange and he keeps sleepwalking. (laughs) I kind of
1: love this idea, (laughs) by the way.
2: I don't know if that's the point. I love the vocals because they're kind of like a low kind of growly, but not really growly. There's like just it's kind of a very... I like the quality where it's not, like, too feminine, but mm-hmm. just I love female vocals anyway. And there's it's simple, but it's not, like, too excessive, and they, like, just parsed it down just perfectly to make this, like, cool, dreamy, weird song.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree with you about uh, the female vocals in this. Uh, a lot of times uh, female vocals are used to to be that sort of sultry and like sort of a happy yeah right happier sounding thing but uh tanya donnelly has a little bit more of a gruffness and again kind of coming from the post grunge and and the same sort of influences as grunge Um, which
2: i had no idea about
1: right yeah i was gonna point out to you i don't i don't guess you noticed but uh, last week we talked about a band called belly tanya donnelly is the lead singer of belly
2: which and, I did not catch.
1: Right. And then before before we started recording, we were talking about The Breeders. <laughs> and uh, The Breeders is Kim Deal from The Pixies and Tanya Donnelly. So, so without even knowing it, you've tied three episodes together.
2: I'm pretty proud of you myself. You did good. It's like, as I said, I know a little bit of something. Yeah. But apparently in my search, I found the perfect song to like... Bring that all together. Yeah, I'd, be,
1: I'd be curious how you stumbled upon this without having that that touchstone, but how Skills. how serendipitous. <laughs> I had that, no idea. Yeah, we, I think we've even talked about the pixies before. Mm-hmm. And so the pixies belly. Yep. And then now here we are.
2: You know, I love finding out these things. It's like the beauty of this show is because I don't know what I'm getting myself into half mm-hmm. the time. So I was like, I, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, I had no
1: idea. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do love your idea about uh this this monkey that's trained to collect a sleepwalker. Uh I do like that metaphor a lot and like the this idea that the sleepwalker could be the even deeper metaphor of you know, someone just like lost in life or mm-hmm. whatever and then, you know, your trained monkey is <laughs>
2: just goes and runs. Uh, right.
1: Yeah, it's that's a cool metaphor. I like that. And kinda like the My Bloody Valentine song that we just heard, uh, this also ha the music's kinda mysterious mm. and so um, you get that same sort of weird, confused, hazy tone. Um, Wake, waking
2: up in the morning,
1: right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so it's kind of confusing and mystifying. You know, yeah. I, I dig that.
2: There were a, I think there were something like thirty songs that were suggested.
1: Yeah, I posted a few, and I had to call in some of my buddies to make sure that they dropped their <laughs> suggestions on there too.
2: There and there were tons of them, and it was really hard to narrow it down. Yeah, to for six. sure so hard so I I tried to grab people who are underrepresented mm-hmm. and then just like stick mostly to the theme but it was oh if there is an ad for like joining the Facebook group it is this episode yeah this and thread. the amount of like music that is in there because oh, yeah. I was just like whoa so our first one is uh jeremy s the pretty things walking through my sleep I never worry cause I-
0: Time. You sweep our thoughts away I'm when you cross my mind Walking through my dreams at night You're walking through my dreams at night Walking through my dreams and I'm not seen.
2: another,
1: like, psychedelic with the weird flangey effect on the guitars and the vocals. Uh, I think this is in late 60s.
2: Jason, uh, co-host Emeritus, would be so proud.
1: Oh, yeah, is he into, super into the psychedelic stuff?
2: Always psychedelic stuff. I know he's probably so excited this <laughs> is on here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I was like, it's, it's very, I turned it on. I didn't know what to <laughs> expect, and I was like, okay, um, this sounds like the 60s. I'm pretty sure. This is the 60s, and it's actually got, like, a later Beatles vibe to it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, after the Beatles had already taken some acid and expanded their consciousness a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. There's quite a few drugs involved, I think, with this song. Maybe they were sleepwalking, too.
1: Could be, or... Running on a lack of sleep can also cause some pretty insane uh, side effects.
2: Oh, yeah. Generally just makes me nauseated. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the that.
1: lyrics of this one, they talk about sleep as this escape from reality, uh, which is uh, another great uh, little metaphor you can pull from, from these parasomnia subject oh, yeah. matter. I, I just love Ooh. how diverse... The the topic of sleep is in in relating to other emotions and other uh, life circumstances and things. Definitely,
2: and of course, like for the like whole escape thing, like the you know like depressed people tend to sleep a lot. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you don't have the energy, but also it's like you can kind of escape it. Yeah, exactly. Because you wake up and it's like it was a second ago that you fell asleep.
1: Right, and then uh, we also find the you know the the narrator talking about uh, dreams as this sort of manifestation of our unconscious and sometimes our conscious desires that are sort of repressed. They tend to turn up in our dreams and i find that pretty fascinating it's too cuz these
0: folks were on drugs. Right, yeah. You can't
1: you can't really a- escape the unconscious and drugs do tend to help you tap a little bit into the unconscious. Just ask um, what
2: was his name? Somebody Leary's?
1: Somebody... Uh Timothy Leary. There yeah, we go. Or Terrence McKenna.
2: I don't know. Um, there was a big bus.
1: Yeah, for sure. There, there was a big bus. <laughs> I like that.
2: That's the best i got.
1: Yeah, at the at the end of this he's like you you've been walking in my dreams but i'm not asleep. And so, you know, there's another like strange turn for some He's some like, weird insomnia and rapey. hallucinations and uh, yeah. yeah, the blurring of the dream world and the real world. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad we did this. You're this so fa- I, I am, I love this topic. <laughs> so much fun for me.
2: So our next year buddy was Will K, and he brought citizens sleep. Now I would love to be
0: patient. But I just getting sick and tired of the smile that I fake every day and I would love to speak my mind but I can't think straight and I would love to feel like again but I'm not used to change do you sleep anymore
2: like this slow dirty cadence that is like super um the concept is super sleep related i don't think it's necessarily super weird sleep but it's definitely like sleep related and i was like okay this can be kind of weird sleepy and also i was just like falling asleep on the floor is weird anyway
1: <laughs> yeah yeah this one isn't exactly the parasomnia sort of stuff that i had in mind but it, it's Enough. it's connected enough that I think we can kind of pull it in. And I know uh, Will is new to the group, and I wanted to make sure one of his songs got in uh, (laughs) so we can hook him in and make him a permanent listener. Join Uh, us, Will. Yeah, one of us, gobble (laughs) gobble. So Citizen is, uh, they're one of those like post-emo bands that kind of gets a little darker and more brooding and that sort of thing, and a lot more moody.
2: Very moody. Yeah,
1: so uh, I do appreciate that. That emo has has grown and matured a little bit Um, It, It
2: came into its own It stopped being upset about girls not dating them
1: uh, there's still some of that lyrical content in <laughs> some of those songs, some, yeah. but at least they they're a little more mature about it. Not quite so whiny, a little bit more uh, why refined. Why
2: nobody like me, and why did my girlfriend run away with Jude Law?
1: Right. I mean, I'd run away with Jude Law, so I mean, no one seen can blame right. He's, He's just saying gorgeous Alfie. man. <laughs> uh, but so the the lyrical content we get a little bit of the insomnia thing, like are you sleeping and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So we can pull that in here as well. It's definitely very dreamy sounding music. Uh, again, with the sort of darker side of that kind of yeah. description of it I'm so as So proud Jamie of you post emo boys. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I had quit listening to a lot of like emo and pop punk cuz I kind of outgrew that and then like 2 years ago or so, uh just hearing bands like Modern Baseball and uh Citizen and some of these other bands, I got a lot back into it. So there are some really good bands on like Run For Cover Records. I believe Citizens on Run For Covers. Mm-hmm. Tons of good bands on their record label. Uh, that are the the matured version of pop punk and emo. So go okay. and check some of that stuff out.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm fascinated, though, because I was like, oh, I'm just I, I like, you know, all the feels, yeah. all the feels. And I was like, ah, I might go back to that. I just won't be so like 16 year old girlish.
1: Yeah. W- one more thing I did want to point out about this that I thought was kind of interesting is that uh, a lot of times we think of uh, a song is like or uh, like this dreamy quality uh, whenever we're in love. You know, it oh, feels yeah. like you're sleepwalking and you're in this dream, but this song talks more about lost love and insomnia, and I find that to be an interesting sort of dichotomy oh, where yeah. whenever you're in love, things feel dreamy, and, and you feel like you're in this sleepy haze, mm-hmm. but then whenever you lose love, you're insomnia. And you're you know, just it's... like, I'm just
2: going to wake up all night and just brood about how everything went wrong and what, what went
1: wrong. Right, yeah, I just, I just like that sort of dichotomy and kind of wanted to point that out, put a flag in that. I think I've that's never neat.
2: thought about it that way. It's super. Huh. Hopefully I never have to experience lost love again. (laughs) Never want to do that again. Now, Michael, he brought R.E.M.'s Day Sleeper. I work
0: Why fluorescent flat caffeine lights It's furious
2: balancing I'm screen the blinding light I'm screen. He says as someone with delayed sleep phase disorder, this has always been my anthem. This one's pretty solidly like self-explanatory. Um, you work shift work. And you just, you flip over your, like, circadian rhythms. Mm-hmm. And even if you're getting the right sleep, there's something about the human brain that yep. needs to, like, see the sun. Absolutely. And somehow, I mean, our eyes are made for daylight anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we've also, like, totally screwed up our lives with, like, Incandescent light. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, (laughs) otherwise this wouldn't totally not work. Shift work would never happen if we didn't have light bulbs.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really think about this particular angle whenever I thought about the theme. So I'm really glad that this got submitted and I had to kind of think about this one because I've worked some overnight jobs and it really does sort of change your psychology in a lot of ways. Uh, Like you said, even if you're getting the proper amount of sleep. Uh, there's still all these weird adverse effects that tend to happen to you. Weight
2: gain, right? Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> weight gain's the worst.
1: <laughs> and you know, obviously, uh, you're missing out on the vitamin D. You're not getting that from the sun. You got to try to find it from somewhere else. But I think they've even. And you, you would probably know more about this than I do, but I think they've even shown that like taking vitamin D is different from mm-hmm. actually getting it from the sun.
2: Generally, it's always better to get it the most mat- natural way your body yeah. can, which is literally standing out in the sun because that's when oh, cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Cholesterol is what gets changed in the vitamin D inside your
1: Interesting. body. Interesting. I did not know it's that. Different types of cholesterol. We're such an educational <laughs> podcast and don't even mean to. I Sorry, love that. Sorry, I'm a nerd. No, wow, that's That's awesome. And so, yeah, and just like flipping your life around, you know, your social life goes to shit because nobody else is on the same schedule as you most of the time.
2: No, you're going to have to hang out at Alex's because that's the only place open.
1: Right. And so it's all these weird, uh, weird things whenever you're uh, a night owl and you're working all night, sleeping all day. And, you know, like you said, nothing to do. You're not interacting with other people. You're not getting the proper amount of vitamin D and that that can make you delusional after a while. You Mm -hmm. know, some people are made for that sort of thing and love it. Uh, I I like to stay up late, but I'm definitely not a a work all night, sleep all day person. I can't do that either.
2: Also classic song.
1: It is. Uh, I love (laughs) REM and uh, I don't think we pointed out. Oh yeah,
2: it's (laughs) REM.
1: Yeah. So it's even sleep related in the, in the band name. So
2: I wonder how many times they've had like sleep issues and that's how they ended up naming themselves. (laughs) I haven't researched (laughs) REM. Jacques brought,
1: Lepidoptera.
2: There we go. Bedhead. says, I believe this is about sleep paralysis. It's a simple melody. Mm -hmm. It's like being swayed to sleep. Mm -hmm. And I really, really just like this song.
1: Yeah, so so Bedhead is another one of those early 90s bands. I think they were maybe a little bit uh, closer to mid-90s, maybe when they were got
2: a mid 90s feel to Yeah, too, this I
1: one, know. I believe, was their last record they put out, and I think it came out in 1998. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, another one of those slow core, shoegazy kind of bands. Definitely a band that that 19 year old Mitchell Manley was super duper into. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this song, uh, is seemingly to me also about sleep paralysis. Uh, he talks about, uh, seeing a, a moth person yeah. enter the room, and that's kind of scary. Yes. But, uh, you know, a lot of I don't know if you've ever experienced sleep paralysis. I have I've not. had it
2: like one time. Yeah,
1: I hear that it's actually like really terrifying because you're you just feel like, like you're so like, confused. am I a
2: quadriplegic? Yeah, Can you don't I know why, what's going on. It's like your body hasn't like your body naturally is limp when you're sleeping in certain phases, and so <laughs> if you wake up in the wrong cycle and your body hasn't figured it out and you're just still like your muscles can't move and stuff yeah it's super fascinating yeah
1: it's really weird and and like i know there's a painting of this that i've seen but i've also like read in folklore books about how they used to think of nightmares
2: is it like goya did it
1: yeah i think maybe you might be right but yeah it's like imps would be sitting on your chest or demons sitting on your chest at night and that's what gives you nightmares. Mm-hmm. And so it, it also seems to track as an explanation for sleep paralysis. You have this demon sitting on your chest. You can't move. Just staring at you. Right, exactly. So really creepy, really strange. Uh, although he describes in this song, he describes this moth as his guardian angel. So,
2: Maybe he was okay with being sleep paralyzed.
1: Yeah. Oh. And I mean, I guess we've already accepted robot overlords. So we've
2: accepted robot overlords. A MS. moth overlord. I'll take it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm it. open to the idea. Yeah, just we can talk leave, about this. Don't
2: leave your creepy moth dust all over stuff. Yeah, people gotta clean up after. Don't it. chew
1: all my sweaters, please.
2: It's, you're just gonna have to start getting the acrylic ones, man. Sorry, <laughs> right? You're gonna have to throw back to the '80s with that.
1: No, this is definitely uh, a great, great submission, and I, I definitely want to make sure that this one made the cut because Bedhead, super <sighs> seminal band that I love.
2: You're like, this has got to be on the show.
1: Yeah, I'm glad it. I'm glad it made the cut. It
2: was so good. Now, Kristen, uh believe a new listener um she brought third eye blinds narcolepsy A band that did the step back from your the yeah bench, my friend okay yep so I, that's the only <laughs> song I know
1: <laughs> you've definitely heard at least two other third eye blind songs do you okay. remember semi-charmed kind of life
2: yes that's
1: third eye blind okay uh the other one that they had was called never let you go
2: never let you go okay I so i know let
0: you turn around <laughs> i do back. know third eye
1: blind song and it's it sucks that people think of them as this like radio band uh a lot of their stuff was super radio friendly But semi-charmed kind of life was about crystal meth, if you actually listen to the lyrics, and even mentions being high on meth in the song. It just like flies right past you. I remember like
2: flies right past the FCC. Yeah, I was gonna say they don't
1: (laughs) they don't censor that on the radio usually when they play it. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, this this record was their first one, I believe it was a self-titled record, and really really good. Like all the B sides that didn't make the radio. Are really well produced and well written songs.
2: I was surprised. I, I'm i kind of sad that like I never just picked up the CD. Yeah. Or like a lot of record. people
1: didn't, uh, you know, you, you hear the, the singles and yeah. and that's good enough for you. And you think that that's all they have to offer, you know, and like they're they're good, catchy songs. But uh if it weren't for some of my friends who were like, man, I got that CD and it's actually really good. I probably <laughs> would have not Given it the proper chance but yeah
2: i i know that i had heard somewhere that somebody's like third eye blind is like really this great band and no one ever pays attention to them yeah and i don't know who said it and i was like oh that's interesting and then just yeah and just t- it,
1: file that away in the back of your head yeah, but
2: completely but, forgotten probably got it confused with the uh, vertical horizon
1: oh boy <laughs> sorry
2: that's, same that's same another here.
1: wormhole i'll go down <laughs> we, we can we can ignore that band but uh yeah, I, I can't vouch for much of the uh, Third Eye Blind's later stuff. I haven't listened to those records, but this record, their first one, very, very good. Uh, the, their guitar player who wrote this song, uh, I found a quote from him. He says, uh, "Narcolepsy was about nightmares. Uh, I was," uh, he says, "It was about nightmares I was having, and he wrote some of them down and played some chords." Uh, And it's this sort of, he talks about sleep post paralysis whenever you're awake, but your brain isn't responding and, uh, you know, you you feel like you're dying or suffocating.
2: So it's like sleep paralysis. Yeah,
1: sleep paralysis. And so I'm lucky to have never uh, experienced sleep paralysis. I've had some friends describe it to me and it sounds pretty terrifying. And so he talks about feeling the, the narcolepsy slides into another nightmare. So I can imagine, you know, waking up from a terrible nightmare and then... You wake up to paralysis is even. Yeah, even waking more up scary. to
2: paralysis, but then also with narcolepsy, you're <laughs> just gonna you're gonna fall right back to sleep. Right, yeah. So it was like if you're having a nightmare, you wake up, you're paralyzed, then you slide back into another like nightmare. That is awful. Metal Johnny is our <laughs> final My year, boy. buddy. <laughs> now he came with this classic Black Sabbath behind the wall of sleep. got me with his story. I was around 16 listening to the song on a Walkman. That's so awesome. <laughs> After huffing a deadly amount of gasoline. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. It was right at night and I was walking in a snowstorm. I will never forget the way those vocals sounded. It blew a hole in my mind that's still there. That might be the gasoline. Definitely. <laughs> but you give me a weird story your song's getting metal
1: johnny's got plenty of weird stories that's for sure
2: (laughs) so i i believe like he totally knew how to hack the system and get one of his songs played because he had like these fantastic that another reason to join the group is because like his stories on some of these yeah just just
1: come and talk to metal johnny (laughs)
2: yeah it's so uh, so good I'm I'm not a huge fan of Black Sabbath. The that like I don't whole know what's a matter scene. with you. Huh?
1: I don't know what's a matter with you. You don't like Black I, Sabbath. I
2: grew up in a really Christian household.
1: But aren't you supposed to rebel against that and I listen know. to tons of Black Sabbath? I
2: know, but there's something that always like eked me out by like all the demon like I know that it's just to sell albums, like that whole look type of thing, but also they're, you know, I realize, like, there's horror and all that. Like, that's a whole aesthetic that I never got into. it And I don't know if it's because I grew up, like...
1: Well, Black Sabbath has tons of really positive messages, is the thing. I know.
2: I feel really bad. Like, every single time I'm listening to an interview with them or anything, I'm like, they're really nice guys. If you
1: listen to, like, Solo Ozzy, like, Crazy Train, the most popular song, (laughs) he's, like, talking about choosing... Choosing positive life and like doing good things with your life instead of letting your life go off on this crazy train. Like Ozzy actually has tons of super positive lyrics. It's really I, cool.
2: I know. I just I, can't, I every single time I listen to a Black Sabbath song, i was like, oh, this is really really fun and nice. And I'm like, hey, they got some
1: evil sounding chords. They have in there, some though. evil
2: sounding chords, but like Ozzy's voice. And I know there's different iterations of Black Sabbath out there, mm-hmm. but Ozzy's voice is so unconventional absolutely so good
1: yeah it's it's great it's it has this sort of abrasive quality to it but it's sort of endearing the way he sings a lot of times i don't know i like it it's
2: like somehow he's the one person who can get his british accent to actually come out right yeah while singing but like the way he does it is really just fun i mean black sabbath is kind of just a fun band yeah
1: and and as the as the uh, resident music snob and, <laughs> and and you know somewhat music historian uh Tony Iommi Black Sabbath guitar player is pretty much touted as the inventor of all heavy rock music uh pretty much anybody who plays heavy music will tell you that Black Sabbath started it all Tony Iommi pretty much wrote every good guitar riff there is <laughs> and everyone else just kind of reinvented dun, what he already dun, wrote dun,
2: dun, dun. yeah
1: Iron Man <laughs> you know the hits but like he, he wrote incredible guitar riffs and, and really changed the way that people played guitar and the way that heavy music would come about. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Black Sabbath, a super seminal band for me. Another one of those bands that between 18 and 22, <sighs> I mean, I listen to so much Black Sabbath. There's definitely a hole burned into my brain as well. So, yes, Behind the Wall of Sleep, uh... I, I figured I figured Metal Johnny was actually gonna post this one. Uh, <laughs> I, I had an idea that this was gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, it's named after an HP Lovecraft story, which is kind of awesome.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: and so so some of the themes we have sleep as, you, know, the sort of representation of death, yeah. which is is cool. I love sleep I mean, as a representation of I, I kind of like death. the
2: concept that, like, when you die, you just like go to sleep. Yeah, forever. Yeah, and
1: you know, yeah, I, it's it's interesting for me because I very rarely remember my dreams at all. So, oh, so I feel it really like is I don't.
2: Like I did die. And then yeah, I woke it, back up. it really
1: is like it sort of takes the edge <laughs> off of uh, the fear of death a little bit to think about it that way because like, I I don't remember my dreams most of the time. So. It is kind of like drifting off to sleep and just never waking up. I don't remember that time, so what's there to be scared of? You know, right? So um, you
2: were never scared before, right? So how, why would you be scared after?
1: Right. It's mm. it's a, an interesting way to think it's an about it.
2: Optimistic nihilism. And
1: then you also um, in this in the song as well as the H.P. Lovecraft story, there's uh, the theme of sleep uh, as this channel to the to another dimension and mm-hmm. where you're communicating with spirits beyond the unknown. Yeah, I find that to also be very interesting and and fun to think about and fun to listen to songs about.
2: <laughs> yes. I I I just think this was this was fun and delightful and I really just like I've got to listen to more Black Sabbath. Yeah, I mean I could <laughs> I could
1: burn you some Black Sabbath mixes and and show you, you what it's all about You just need
2: to remix that like ska mix, man. Oh yeah. My ska mix will not play. Oh man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We did get a couple of, like, tweets. Ooh, awesome. Yeah, so uh, Jason was adding us, and he he wants us to do a versus episode between elevator jazz and Christian music. Now, we've done a whole episode on Christian music with um, Jeremy from Kansas mm-hmm. and the Eureka podcast, but I don't think I've done any elevator jazz.
1: Yeah, I could, uh, I could do either of those. Uh, pretty easily i think um there's a lot of really good elevator jazz out there and i can tell you
2: really fun well the cool thing about
1: the real yeah i agree with that too let's talk about some dc talk let's talk about some stephen curtis chapman let's talk about some uh jars of clay
2: yep i think we hit like let's talk about
1: audio adrenaline yep I can't I, believe Audio <laughs> adrenaline's a Christian band.
2: Every single time I'm like, wow, well, how's, how's that a Christian band?
1: But, but yeah, what I love about the idea of elevator jazz is that uh, usually they're in, like, if you're actually in an elevator listening to the music, it's some other pop song redone as elevator jazz. On, so like, be like, marimbas. Yeah, oh. <laughs> and I think that'll be fun to search through some some interesting covers we could probably pull up. But yeah, we'll have to figure that even, like, out. Even, like, just original soft jazz kind of chill music yeah uh, i would love to to dig through that and find some great stuff because i like that kind of thing
2: yeah like i love that kind of like odd there's a whole genre of music that's just nobody ever thinks about
1: are you are you familiar with vaporwave
2: vaporwave the store
1: It's a music type. It's a music genre called vaporwave, and they repurpose a lot of like old eighties synth music and like elevator music, um, like telephone system waiting music, hold hold music.
2: Did Radio Lab or a podcast do something on
1: that? Possibly so. Okay, Uh, that would not surprise me.
2: No, that's but a
1: vaporwave episode. uh, It's sort of niche. But I think we could come up with some pretty cool hmm. stuff if if people are willing to kind of go the extra mile and dig in a little bit. This
2: concept is blooming.
1: It's really interesting. And I could I could talk a bunch about vaporwave too. So maybe we'll we'll discuss yeah, that yeah, at some point. See that what one comes out. up. Just put that in if shirt. you guys uh, know what vaporwave is, send us some feedback. Yes, Let us know please. you want to hear about some vaporwave.
2: And you can always get us on Twitter at Andy Pod, which is the show's Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm at Madam Woolite, and you are I'm
1: at Pow I Gotcha.
2: <laughs> the mysterious sometimes tweeter. Yeah,
1: occasionally maybe four tweets right now, I yeah, think. Proud of you. Yeah, yeah, I I should check that more. But <laughs> you know, you I think I'm just waiting for you to tell me that people are tweeting me. I'll and just then like, I'll go send you check a picture that. of the tweet that somebody right.
2: sent you. <laughs> uh Facebook, Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. Seriously this week's like just this whole List of music is so worth listening to it's so cool so amazing and there's a lot of really cool stories in there as well so definitely check out the facebook group uh, voicemail line is 731-400-BDS or
1: 400-2837
2: Yay! Um, you can send us an email of um, at endpod at gmail.com um just email us anything except for spam
1: please. <laughs> yeah, just say say nice things or tell us some ideas for shows or if uh, if you've heard a band on an episode that you really enjoyed, <laughs> tell us about it.
2: just yeah. so Let us know because it takes no time. Just endpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We know that you guys have a, have a cell phone that does this. Possibly. Maybe there's some flip phones that do this. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> endpod.com is part of the 10710 networks where you can see our show pictures and search all of our episodes now what is our final song
1: all right um i can't remember i think it was brian uh
2: new listener brian yeah
1: new listener brian i think he was the one who submitted this song but it's sleepwalking by modest mouse and i really really like this song a lot uh it's not exactly about sleepwalking per se but it's a good example of why i thought the uh, the topic was kind of interesting um, not only are are the songs w- about para, parasomnia kind of fascinating to me but all the symbolisms and yeah, metaphors symbolisms, and metaphors, Right and so it. you got Isaac Brock from he's he's kind of singing about being lost in love and sleepwalking and being in this perpetual dream and I just find that to be cool and it's uh, got this really classic 50s sound so And
2: it's Modest
1: Yeah and and it's probably their most ex- one of their more like accessible songs as far as their older stuff so Yeah uh yeah, we hope you enjoy Sleepwalking by Modest Mouse.
2: Now go take a nap.
0: <laughs> I fell in love and I needed a roadmap
1: to find out
0: where you live so excited. Sleepwalking because I'm sleepy. Boys listen to their headphones blasting white noise in the convenience store parking lot. I am around there, wasting my time hoping you'll stop by. Cause I'm sleepwalking, I'm sleepwalking. Left town for a week, so we waited there and stashed one. Day.
1: Unicycle racing? Unicycle racing?